Are you running Treadstone? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Wool gets inside. Spins layup is good. Another slick move from Jordan Wool. What is up, basketball card collectors and investors? This is Gary. Welcome to Hoops and Cards. I'm so glad to be with you and cannot believe that the NBA season is over. Wow. Golden State, mad props and another ring for Steph Curry. Today's episode, we're going to talk a bit about that and what life is like in the offseason for us as basketball. It's, it's like the abyss. It's like, what is going on? Nobody. There's nothing in the news really and you know, except some obscure announcement or two or a trade of Christian Wood, who very few people care about. But maybe it matters. I don't know. But today we're going we're gonna to pick through maybe a game plan, some ideas, some thoughts about the next three months, four months, some opportunities to buy and, and a couple to not buy. You know, there's going to be some things, new products and stuff that a lot of people will chase after and overspend. And I don't think you have to do that. There's a smarter way. There's a better way to not only like be, be wise with your money, but have a blast doing it. So I'm ready for another episode of Hoops and Cards. How about you? Let's get after it. Five on the clock. Four on the clock. Fred, the deep three. everybody, basketball card collectors and investors, welcome to Hoops and Cards. This is Gary coming at you Friday as I am driving through the Midwest looking at a bunch of wind, windmills, wind power, wind generators. Anyhow, <laughs> I hope you are doing great wherever you are at, surviving this incredible heat wave we're getting. And, uh, Good week in the NBA. Lots to talk about. I actually have another podcast episode that I have been working on called Basketball Cards 101, taking care of your basketball cards. So look for that to come out in the next few days. I just uh, I just wanted to hop on here and do something current when it comes to both the card market and the NBA. What's going on? Golden State with the dub. The dubs with another dub. Congrats to Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. I think Andre Iguodala, their fourth championship in this Warriors. I guess we're calling it a dynasty, and, and I don't know why we wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, that's going to impact the way Steph Curry is viewed long term, and some are starting to elevate him into the conversation as you know one of the top five players of all time. I think. I understand why we're having the conversation. He's a fantastic player. He's accomplished a ton. And uh, yeah, so if you're a Golden State fan, I hope you had just an awesome time last night and today and and just the rest of bragging and celebrating what what is continuing. I think that's that's, uh, just amazing how the, the Warriors have added more pieces around that core and Coach Steve Kerr, holy cow. Um, Jason Tatum, 
just didn't have it these last few games. I mean, let's be honest. There, there's, there was a lot of, yeah, experience, a lot of uh, chemistry that the Warriors have in Boston. They'll probably learn from, and they'll be back in the future. But you, you never know how many shots you're going to get at this. And, I mean, just ask Miami. You don't know if you're going to get back anytime soon. So what does that do for the card market? I would say get ready. We've been talking about the offseason a lot. Here we are. Here we are in the offseason. Maybe there was a jump for some of the Warriors cards. Maybe you bought in on some of the Celtics cards that, you know, I think a lot of these young players, it's not just a one game or a series or a playoff win that, that helps. It's, it's also adding to what that player and what he'll mean to the card market long term. A guy like Jordan Poole took a major step forward this season, and he's going to continue doing that. Same with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh, you know, lots lots going on there. So at the same time, the overall basketball card market usually goes down 10%, 20%, 30%, not necessarily across the board. You know, there will be some cards that retain their value because they're numbered or because they're... uh, goats just amazing player or because they're already down like a lot of cards it seems like they've hit rock bottom i don't know how you're at with your um investing and the card values and and by the way what what do you do what do you do to keep track of your card values and what you have put into it what money you've put into it uh you know sometimes we just remember that in our minds because we can you know know what you paid for a great card I know what I paid for that LeBron James 2003 Tops rookie. And, you know, I'll never forget that deal because it was a card that meant something to me and still does. But I try to keep track of those things on uh, on paper or on a computer, on the computer, on my um, on an Excel sheet where I list. Here's the cards I have, what they're worth, what I paid for them, how long I plan to keep them. Uh, you know, I'm also looking at adding that other list of what are the cards next on my to get list or the, they're not, I wouldn't call them holy grails or even grails. They're just cards I want in the future. And that reminds me to, to keep those in mind so that I don't buy everything else. I mean, I, or not everything else, but to get distracted by other things or, Hey, that new thing is out or look what that deal is. Or, you know, you have to sometimes focus and save and, like yesterday, I stopped at a uh, card shop for a few minutes, and you know, of course, there's some things I would like to buy, and I just didn't. I didn't. I probably spent ten bucks total at this place, but part of that's because I'm saving. I need to sell some other things. You know, I sold sold off some basketball in the last few weeks. I I will say this on one or two auctions. I did really well because people were bidding, demand was high, and I I got a good deal selling those cards. There was one auction. I'm not even going to go into it. It still still like irks me. It's going to haunt me. One auction, I said, I'm going to start this Grant Williams card and have it end at the end, you know, fourth quarter of game six. Well, not only did Grant Williams disappear, the Celtics are now, you know, they, they got eliminated, but that card did not go anywhere near what I thought it would. In fact, it didn't go near what I paid for it. I'm like, oh, man. 
So when you do list a card up for auction on eBay or anywhere else, you, yeah, you're kind of at the mercy of the market and literally the timing of who's paying attention and do they care. And so the only thing I've done to combat that, which I didn't do this time, was if you're doing an auction, list your your initial bid or your lowest you know, starting bid at whatever you're still willing to take because it may happen. Yes, you may have your Gary and Grant Williams tragedy tales of auctions gone wrong. That happens. And uh, so I, I thought I had learned from that. But, you know, hey, I guess I paid the stupid tax. I am going to learn some more and not sell just to sell but set a price that I am willing to sell at and stick with it. So, I mean, the same day, a buyer on eBay clicked buy it now for a card that I, you know, I'm happy to sell it at what he paid for it. So it, it does even out. It more than evens out. Excuse me. In fact, we have talked a little bit over the last four or five episodes about, you know, as you talk about what are you buying? What are the What are the five buys? What cards are going up? And guys, let's just be real. I don't have a lot of answers for you right now. I don't. I'm not going to record another podcast because there's a few out there already. They're like, yeah, the market's down. What are we going to do? Well, enjoy each other, buy some deals and, you know, know that this won't last forever. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm not going to talk about that necessarily. I'm just going to say, Sometimes I just say, hey, here's what I'm doing or <clears throat> what I would encourage you to, to consider. What I don't want is anybody coming back and saying, Gary, look at this. You said Nikhil Alexander Walker silver prisms were a great deal. I went out and bought this one for a hundred bucks. It's your fault. Well, I didn't spend a hundred bucks on Nikhil, but I've been wrong before. That's my point. And so I make recommendations based on what I see and try to explain them that when it's the off season for a while, there's not much news. Now we did have a trade. If you're barely paying attention to the NBA, like the rest of sports card world seems to, you know, it's, it's baseball, it's soccer, it's formula one. It's man. Of course it's football. It's all these new prism football. And you know, you didn't hear about the Dallas trade where Luka Doncic and the Mavericks added Christian Wood. Love it for them. Love, love, love it. Luka adds a... I'm not saying Christian Wood is an all-star. What I'm saying is he is a double-double machine who can play defense and can score. And they needed someone else, to a younger guy, to pair with Luka... And I think Jalen Brunson and Tim Hardaway Jr. and whoever else they're going to keep, you know, around him. And I think Christian Wood will be a solid 15 and 10, 17 and 9 guy for for the foreseeable future. So that helps the Rockets, or sorry, that helps the Mavericks. It also helps the Rockets unload a guy who I, I don't think Christian Wood fit the style of play that Houston is going with, with, with Jalen Green being kind of the centerpiece and a bunch of young guys like Alperen Shangun, Kevin Porter Jr. They have, I think, the number three pick in this year's draft. That's going to be a big addition for them. I think, I think what you're seeing is Houston saying, look, um, we, when we bought Christian Wood or acquired Christian Wood, we thought we were 
kind of building around the, the age group that was him and John Wall and, you know, a few other guys. And now it's turned out to be we're we're going teenager. We're like 18, 19, 20, 21. Those young players, very, very young players. I mean, Jay Sean Tate has to be looking around the locker room going like, I, I get to babysit these guys now. Like they have they have a lot of young guys and I'm sure they will get rid of Eric Gordon soon. But uh, but yeah, I like it for Houston because it says to the young guys, look, this is your team. We're adding another first round pick. We're adding some pieces that they're, they're probably going to trade off most of those pieces that they acquired in the deal. I, I think this is going to be all about the uh, the youngster movement in Houston. And that's exciting. That is that is a fun place for Rocket fans to be. I think that that is a plus for Kevin Porter Jr. Don't hear me saying he's a buy. But it says, look, uh, run and gun, guard driven, guys who can create their own shots, not a guy who has to clog the lane and, you know, he's, he's just a different different style of player than what Houston is moving towards. So I like the deal. Card values. Uh, it was funny because at first I thought, well, that could solidify some of Luca's future pre- playoff. I almost said playoff. Playoff. Yeah, maybe it's time for a break. Hey, guys. Oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. One other thought about the Rockets and Mavericks trade. Uh, Houston with the number three pick overall. It, it, most people are saying that the top three guys in this draft are Jabari Smith, uh, Chet Holmgren, and Paolo Banchero. So, those, and those three guys are all bigs. And I think what they, what Houston did was we we don't want Christian Wood's salary, and we don't want Christian Wood in the way of playing this young young guy right away. So they're going to have a, another incredibly young year, but I think they're going to swing for the fences with all three of their first-round picks and try to basically infuse talent into this youth movement, and you're going to see a lot more next season from Shangun, Kenyon Martin Jr., and I think they're going to keep, keep rocking with KPJ, Kevin Porter Jr., all that in support of Jalen Green. So Houston's going to be fun. This this doesn't turn into the, the Houston Rockets preview. But I will say uh, this has me thinking when the new Prism basketball eventually comes out. I don't know. Are they going to delay it again? The, la- the latest date I saw on blowoutcards.com is July 8th. So, I, I mean, that, that doesn't seem too far away, except that we've been waiting like a year or it feels like a year, right? We've been waiting a while for this. And when this stuff comes out, it's not going to have like the Jabari Smith, Paolo Banchero, Chet Holmgren, Shaden Sharp. Guys, it's going to have, finally, Cade Cunningham's Prism Rookie and Jalen Green. And I don't know, uh, I, I guess I want to reiterate, just for you guys that are new to the hobby and want to collect in a way that, that cards, you, you're, you're spending smart money on cards when a new release like this comes out especially prism 
In fact, if prison basketball is anything like I think it is and anything like the new prison football that just came out two weeks ago is, at first you will not be able to find those boxes. You won't be able to find retail. Uh, It's going to be a race to see who can get, unless you've already pre-ordered and paid a lot of money for those prism basketball boxes, hobby boxes, choice or first off the line and all that stuff. Um, you know, it's going to be, well, some people paid a lot of money. When I say a lot, I mean like hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars for a box or a case and, uh, or they're going into breaks. I just haven't had good luck at all. And I know a lot of people say, yeah, if you, if you're kind of counting on decent return on your investment, uh, number one, do not rush to be one of the first to buy because when a new product's out, people overpay and they race. And that Cade Cunningham, that first Prism Silver or that first Jalen Green Prism Base card that goes on eBay is going to sell for so, so much money. Evan Mobley, so expensive compared to what you could find them for in still in the off season, like still July 8th. Wow. I I will probably wait and watch the decline. And in fact, I should chart this for us because I I do want an Evan Mobley prism silver. Like that's, that's on my list or a a numbered Evan Mobley, like a blue cracked ice, whatever. Like I want, but I want to like chart what that card does raw from July 8th ish to then August 8th, September 8th, October 8th, November 8th, because I think some of the better deals, you know, I know you feel like I got to get this card on my shelf or in my in my possession or I got to get it to grading, but you're going to pay a lot of money those first months that, that a new release is out. So hopefully July 8th though, and I'm excited to watch breaks and go through people's dollar boxes once those finally get there and search for the... Um, you know, the silvers and the players that I want. But man, other than that, I just know it's going to be a a big deal. And um, it's a great rookie class. Like we, we have so many good rookies from that, you know, this past season in the NBA, you can talk about, I didn't even say Scotty Barnes yet, you know, and Chris Duarte and Cameron Thomas. There's a lot of good names, Bones Highland. So I've got my short list of you know, rookies that I like and guys who I think will have a breakout uh, sophomore season, but I'm not going to rush after Prism. In fact, that might be a decent time to buy rookies of those same players in other sets. Like, yeah, Immaculate, uh, some of the numbered Don Russ cards. You guys know I love the laser autos, the uh, teal laser. That's pretty cool, Don Russ. Thanks for doing that. So, so yeah, you've got the, the new release coming out. What other big events might we have this summer in the basketball card world? Because, you know, some of you have moved on and you're, you're buying football or you're buying baseball. And I, I've talked even like, hey, one of my five buys in a previous episode was buy something else. Like find something other than basketball cards. If you're looking for, you know, a short term in the next one to three months or one to four months, basketball cards probably aren't it. So I've been looking at uh, NFL quarterbacks, pro football quarterbacks like Josh Allen. I just bought a Lamar Jackson rookie yesterday. I, I 
you know, saw the, one of the lowest prices online and I sent an offer that was probably 25% less than that low price. And I thought, there's no way he's accepting it. Boom, he accepted it like in an hour. So I got a Lamar Prism rookie that I'm really happy with. And uh, Justin Herbert, I've got a number of his. I've got a Joe Burrow. All of these are uh, graded rookie cards that I like to keep. Or once they start the season and these guys have a big game, you know, when Josh Allen throws for 500 yards in week two and that, that card goes up 25% or Lamar Jackson, same deal, I'm selling it. I'm just thinking by that time, I will have made some profit on that card and then be able to use that money, the proceeds, well, towards whatever else I feel like, but also <laughs> I think it's still going to be buying season for basketball. And uh, I know a lot of us have talked about LeBron being a good deal lately and Cage Lawyer, shout out to Andrew and Cage over at Lucas Tigers and Bronze. You guys are awesome. They've talked about LeBron market being a good thing to get into right now as that, that seems affordable or certainly a lot less than it was. So I, I've been doing some of that. But there are, and I think it'll still be down. I think it'll still be affordable. The thing, the thing what to watch over the next three to five months that could impact the whole um, value of cards. <clears throat> number one, I don't think anything is going to affect the whole, the whole league as far as basketball card values. But number two, I do think there's going to be a lot of big news. I think there's going to be trades. This, this is not, you know, my crystal ball. There will be trades. I predict there will be a draft. I also am going to go out on a limb and say someone's going to sign a free agent somewhere. You know, um, that all that stuff is going to happen. But I do think there are certain guys that you just know, hey, something's got to give where, where they're at. Is, is, late, is L.A. really going to run it back with Russell Westbrook? What about the return of players like Kawhi Leonard and Damian Lillard and Michael Porter Jr. and... Jamal Murray. What about players that I just... Does James Harden really fit in Philadelphia? Or are they trying to force something that... You know? There were some games where he just looked out out of place. So, there will be some big player movement this summer to watch. And, I mean, like the Christian Wood trade I just said. This could happen anytime. These things could happen anytime. So, what I try to do is stay up to speed on NBA comings and goings. I have a couple of NBA podcasts that I listen to. I've got five or six uh, sports card podcasts that I listen to. And, uh, you know, I think I just love it. What else do you guys listen to? Because I think back to uh, podcasts that helped me get kind of started in this would be Sports Card Investor, Lucas Tigers and Bronze, uh, Card Talk, Pack to the Future, there's uh, Cardboard Chronicles, Slab Stocks, all the, there's so much good stuff out there. Uh, if you're new to us, basketball cards here at Hoops and Cards, I mean, that, that's our focus. That, that's always going to be our focus. I'm not going to swing, you know, and let's talk about NFTs for two weeks or let's talk about fantasy basketball. For, like, these things might be great, but the focus, it's, I'm always going to bring it back to cards and uh, the market and opportunities and how things going on in the NBA or in uh, 
just life as a sports fan or as a collector and investor, how that's how that's affecting opportunities for us, decisions. You know, um, one of the things starting out is like, well, what am I going to collect? What am I chasing after? <clears throat> because I think uh, I think a lot of us are a certain percentage collector and a certain percentage investor. And it's great when I can find a player or find a product where I like to do both. You know, I, I enjoy collecting those quarterbacks, but I also think they're going to be profitable. Oh, you just went and talked about a football guy. What's going on with me? No, I enjoy collecting LeBrons, but I also think he's got long-term value and upside because he's one of the greatest of all time, right? With, an, with even just investing in cards that you think are going to go up. I would encourage you to buy players you like, buy card products that you like. Don't just buy it for the flip because you might wind up being stuck with that card for a while. You might buy it and then a month later, it's like down 30% and you're like, well, I'm okay. I'm in it for the long haul anyway. Probably will happen with a couple of the cards I bought this last month, knowing all too well that buying season is coming. Like I'm the one who calls it that. (laughs) So... So yeah, well, I'll watch my cards go down for a little bit because I know, you know, I firmly believe November is going to happen and December is going to happen and we're going to have a new season next year and there are going to be some players who, yeah, they become next year's Tyrese Maxey, Miles Bridges, John Morant. The card market's going to follow a lot of their performance, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, so... So yeah, what are you buying right now? What are you not buying right now? Uh, are you paying attention? I've wondered, you know, like last last year, once the finals, once the NBA finals ended, right? Our bell curve, our growth as a podcast, it kind of flattened out for a little bit. And, uh, I, you know, maybe some of you guys took a break from listening to episodes. By the way, we have like hundreds of listeners around the world on a regular basis. And it is so much fun to hear from people in Spain and Germany and Australia, Philippines, you guys, everybody, Canada, like I love UK. I love, love, love that basketball cards is a global, global thing. It's not just us here in the United States. Uh, Sometimes we act like the world revolves around us. It does not. It does not. In fact, I mean, the NBA rosters should be a should be like, a, hey, look at reality. How many MVPs are from other countries? Nikola Jokic, Giannis, even Joel Embiid. Like a lot of the best players that we celebrate in American cities and basketball teams are from all over the world. Love it. Luka Doncic, right? So why was I saying that? Well, because... The months of June, July, August, September. I got to be honest with you. Uh, Yes, it's watch the news and there's a draft and all that stuff. But it's also a season where it can feel like nothing's happening, man. (laughs) And what are we going to talk about on the podcast? And how many how many basketball hoops and hoops and cards episodes is he going to mention Lamar Jackson? Oh, it's all about basketball, and yet he wants to talk about Christian Pulisic, and well, hey, I think we go in, and a lot of us, uh, let's 
let's use this time. This is when some of the basketball card market, uh, some of those people take a vacation and they focus, they focus, they think about, they strategize, they prospect, they research, they pay attention to other markets. And in the meantime, you and me, we're just over here chilling. We're just over here waiting and picking our battles. We're watching, right? We're digging into what could, what could pop next season? What right now that, that nobody else is thinking about? I mentioned Kawhi Leonard earlier. What are you going to do with that? I mentioned Damian Lillard, and I saw his 2012 prison rookie a couple days ago for a price that I thought, that's, that's crazy cheap. What are we going to do while other people are chasing after other things and maybe they're dumping stuff? Maybe they're dumping cards that, that you and I would say, um, I, yeah, yeah, I get the markets down, but that's still a steal. That's still a steal. Why, why is that Amir Coffee autographed ticket in the guy's dollar box? Should not happen. Shouldn't happen. Why, why, why does he have an Anthony Simons optic shock in his $3 box? Never, never do that. Never do that. We will talk about those kinds of things, buying opportunities. In fact, <clears throat> with PSA reinstating all the grading, now you can do value grading for 30 bucks if you submit 20 of them or more and go in with a friend or three and do that. You can expect, they're, they're saying those cards could take up to 120 days. Well, guess what? I bought some Darius Garland's that I could get graded in time for next NBA season. I bought some Tyrese Maxis. In fact, I have a Cameron Thomas choice Donruss Mojo autograph card that's like awesome looking card that I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, imagine if I sent that away and PSA drops a 10, 10 spot on it and I get it back in, say, early November. That's what, June, July, August, September, October, November, like that's almost six months. That's five, five and a half months. Maybe five months, whatever. What do you care? I'm doing my own math. Five months. That's 150 days. They should be able to get it back to me by then, right? If not, it's, it's an early Christmas. You have time to get cards graded. You have time to get basketball cards graded at HGA or SGC. I'm seeing more people saying they're, they're making money and doing quicker turnarounds with SGC. That's cool. I like the way it looks with some cards. I haven't done it myself yet. So I've also still been buying deals on uh, eBay and, uh, man, ComC. Sometimes if you, if you know there's big news about a player or a card you know is going up, don't forget to check out ComC and see if they have it and make an offer because sometimes that is the, that is the cheapest. And, and maybe you think, well, aren't all ComC uh, cards, don't they just show up on eBay as auctions? No, no. There's a lot that are like listed as just one buy it now price or you can place an offer on a card on ComC. So I, I've done that uh, a few times and just keep the cards there in the ComC vault. So, so yeah, while everybody else is focusing on other sports or they're getting out, you know, enjoying the outdoors, I, you know, we'll probably all do all of that. But with cards, it's hoops and cards. We're going to keep you informed. I, I'm staying aware. Uh, things like card shows and, and shops and uh, recalibrating what I have as far as basketball cards, buying and selling and, and having a plan for 
you know, all of the cards that I bought in the past, basketball cards that I bought over the past year, well, what am I going to do with them? You know, those dollar box cards. You're walking into next season. You've got, you've got Darius Garland's. You've got John Morant's. You've got Desmond Baines. What are you going to do with all these cards? You're going to list some, or there's some that you, you probably should get graded. Or is it a still wait and see and, you know, look through what you have. Game plan in advance. Save save some money. I've been putting aside just a little bit of money each week for buying season so that I don't touch it and just go all, all Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do now that the finals is over? NBA finals. It's, it's up to you to have that game plan and I'm here to help. Like Hoops and Cards, our community on the Discord is here to help. In fact, if you want even more of that kind of stuff, that's what Hoops Plus is about. A lot of you guys ex- uh, subscribe. I almost said excribe. That's not even a word. You guys excribe to subscribe to Brontebro. No, you subscribe for five bucks a month. You get extra podcasts, extra content. Uh, once in a while, an informative email. In fact, I'm due for one. You guys listening. Uh, but go to anchor.fm forward slash uh, hoops and cards forward slash subscribe and you can sign up. Anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe. Would love for you to sign up. Hey, this is the time that's going to help you the most. Going into buying season, I've got my shopping list. I've got my rankings coming out of top players on the board from each rookie class. And not just ranking them by, oh yeah, number one, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards. Oh, like th- Those guys are obvious. Tell me about the rest of them. Everybody knows Zion Williamson, John Moran. Okay, who was talking about Darius Garland and Jordan Poole and Keldon Johnson before a lot of people were? So we will talk about, we will equip you, get you ready for buying season. And yeah, we're going to have a great time doing it. Hopefully... When I say, hey, Hoops and Cards is about adding value, that, that we're going to hear some things and, and you're going to teach me some things. You guys, this community on Discord has been awesome helping each other find deals. You guys teach me a lot and we're going to add like dollar value <laughs> to our bottom lines. We're going to add real money in the profits that we make or the deals that we find. So I'm, I'm pumped about it. The finals are over. To me, hey, there is an off season. We're going to... We're going to, as collectors and investors, say it's not off-season for us. There's no off-season when it comes to collecting and investing. This just may be a season to prepare and then and then buy. Jason Taylor. Hey, so before we wrap this up, before I land this plane... Before we blow this popsicle stand, hey, I, uh, yeah, at a couple stores in the last month or so, I've seen basketball retail cards on the shelf. I've seen Don Russ basketball, Illusions, Contenders, Chronicles, and one that came out, I would say, in the last week or two that maybe you're thinking about buying some cards of. I I just want to caution you about Prism's college draft picks. Uh, Those cards, I I think, now that I've been back at this for a little while, um, I've realized, hey, you got to think big picture over the course of a year. And 
the, the prism draft picks, unless you are a fan of that college team and really like that player, I would just stay away from it. I really and truly would. Uh, and if you, if you want to like a case study, check, check what Ja Morant college, like prism college draft pick cards of Ja Morant are going for rookies of a guy who's like in the MVP conversation. Um, his, his regular or base or even a lot of the parallel cards from the prism draft picks class aren't, aren't worth very much. And, uh, man, if anybody's should be worth something by now, you know, John Morant. So Lamella ball, like some of these are just, it's, it's, they're cheaper cards because people just are drawn. We're all drawn to their NBA, you know, their first with the NBA uniform. So that prism NBA, like the, the ones I referred to earlier coming out on July 8th, that's, that's worth waiting for. And it's worth waiting, you know, till end of August when they're uh, affordable and the prices have, you know, just especially on single cards are reasonable. So just a caution, if you're looking to buy uh, cards on the cheap, even even for kids, say that you want to buy a box to rip and you want, want something fun. That's where I really like uh, Chronicles and sometimes Don Russ, I, you know, but what's what's out there right now there's not there's not that much there's so many more options in baseball and football right now but there's a lot of good releases still after prism like you've got Donruss optic to come out you've got mosaic which a lot of us love the look of you've got select so there's at least four more prism optic mosaic select you know my my listeners will probably get on me yeah what about yes I, I will probably forget 10 brands right now that uh, I, I still like Court Kings. Those are cool. Anyway, guys, it's been a great episode. I wanted to get it current out to you after the finals. Hey, it's okay to wait for a while, to not buy, to have a, a season where we're going to watch the market, learn, pay attention to some news if you, if you want to get you know some of the first sales off of a big announcement or buy up the first Alperin Shangoons when a trade is announced. Like, good on you. Go for it. Uh, but as a card investor and collector, thank you so much for listening. Friends, I'm one of you and love being on this journey with you. It's been a great NBA season. And uh, as strange as it was for this Cavalier fan to see Steph Curry do it again, it was exciting and rewarding to watch another NBA Finals in the book. So hope you guys have a great weekend. More ahead, that the Basketball Card 101 episode coming up. Interested in Hoops Plus? Remember, check out anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you later. Booyah! 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 Three booyahs. Maxi gets the steal. And...